up, you guys? Welcome to Ratchet Dojo Radio. I am your host, Ro The Show. In this podcast, we're going to take you down, pass your guard, and then steal your girl. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, you guys? I'm in some ratchet-ass mood tonight. <laughs> and this song, I love this song. This is so New York, number one. And number two, it's like, every time I was like, yo, man, when my pockets were feeling kind of tight, yo, I was like, <laughs> ready to jack someone. <laughs> jack their jack their money and jack their life, figuratively. <laughs> What's up, Orlando? What's up, Chris? What's up, baby boy? What's 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 popping? What's popping? What's good? Oh man, don't even ask me that question. I'm in like some, I know, right? I'm in like some mood today. What is that? Like Mercury in retrograde or something? Uh, yo, I heard there's gonna be like a a, a, a a eclipse on what is it? July the fourth, bro. It's like three eclipses in one in one month. No it's driving way. me nuts. Yeah. Yo. So I'm not yeah. even going to lie to you guys, right? Okay, so I'm just like, yo, I'm like, before this, I was like, yo, man, I, I'm ready to throw in the towel. I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm like, I did enough. You know, I I, 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 I like created like 32 podcasts in like two months. And I'm like, you know what? Like, it's just like, you know, like I need a break, you know? And I'm like, yo, it's like, it's like with, with all the shit that's going on in the world, all the Karens in the world, all the freaking, you know... <laughs> All the freaking nonsense, you know, and like the, the gyms are not going to be open. The academies are not going to be open in phase four. And I'm like, man, I, I want to train, man. And it's like all this tension, all this stress is like getting to me. You know what I'm saying? Plus it's getting hot. Today was like 90 degrees. My balls were hot. <laughs> yeah, my dude, it's rough now, dude. It's just rough. I don't know. Every, in, in every aspect of, 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 of the word. And, and everywhere, dude, I don't know. Just figuring out, like, this thing day by day, it, I know it has a lot of people going crazy, right? Because, like, you don't, it's hard to find a, a, an outlet right now. Yeah, man. Know? Yeah, totally. It's just like, I'm like, just ready to go. Like, like, you know, like you ever felt like those moments, like when you're in New York City and it's like, if, if somebody looks at you the wrong way, you know what I mean? They're going to get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude. Yeah, there's like no outlet right now whatsoever. Like day by day, it's just creeping. Like you realize how much jujitsu, like you're just getting so many things, is so much of that energy out. And yeah, what it's been fucking months now. I mean, it's been so long at this point. Like, <laughs> and yeah, that, then there's like not that great hope that it's going to come back anytime soon at this point. So yeah, there's, yeah. No, there really is no fucking hope ex except like people just going rogue and just like fucking just training underground. You know what I'm saying? Without telling people, which is a lot of, yeah. which is what a lot of people are doing, by the way. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude. And then it's like a little, a little bit of like positive hope. And then like some shit on the media just fucking tears it, tears it down. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm going nuts too, dude. Going yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, it's like 4th of July weekend, you know, people are like leaving town and, you know, usually this time of the year, people are just kind of like looking forward to seeing their family, celebrating, you know, barbecue and all that shit. But like this year, it's like, it's kind of weird, man. You know, it is, it is. I was, uh, 
I was thinking, like my brother, my brother, one of my boys, my brother from another father, another mother. <laughs> oh, so he was telling me, he was like, bro, you know, uh, the Gregorian calendar is like seven or eight years off. It's actually 2012. The mind said, the mind calendar said that the that the world is gonna gonna is gonna freaking be gone, bro. It's the end of the world. And I'm like. Bro, shut the hell up. <laughs> like, I'm already depressed, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, can you give me... It's like, everybody's just throwing some negative shade at me. I know they don't they don't mean it, but it's like, damn, bro, come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, if it's not one thing, it's the other. Yeah, man. And, and and things are not looking pretty outside either. You know, it's like, you, we're, we're, like things are starting to escalate. You know, like, you know, we had the COVID... And then we have this ratchet ass president, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, some people are, are into him, but like, to me, he's mad mm-hmm. ratchet. <laughs> he's not, he's not helping. <laughs> dude, I'm, 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 I'm scared, dude. Cause yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, even like after elections, like if the left wins, er, the, everybody on the right is going to go nuts. If the right win, wins, everybody on the left is going to go nuts. Oh, so. absolutely. You know, and it's just like, yo, everybody just needs to like, calm the fuck down. And then, you know, talk about escalating, you know, then we have the, the, the protesters. And then now like we have the Karens and, and then now the Karens are like whipping out like their 22s. I know. I, I need a 22. Bro, I, I need a 22. I'm starting to get scared, bro. On this. It's yo, getting man, real, dude. Yo, I, I swear to you the next, the next step. So, all right. So you have that, that, that Karen and Bob, that that apparently they were like millionaires or they're two lawyers that were like uh, that that the Black Lives Matter went into their property and then mm-hmm. they they go out there guns blazing and <laughs> you know with his with his pink polo short, <laughs> bro. Polo he, he was doing it. <laughs> he was styling, bro. <laughs> the 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 memes that are coming out of there are hilarious. That's such an iconic look. I mean, he looks awesome. It's great. <laughs> And then, and then, like last night or today, I see a woman, another Karen, and she's like, she comes out of her car pointing her gun. She knew what she was doing. She was holding that shit correctly, you know. That woman, um, the other Karen, she was like holding mm-hmm. it like a cup of tea, you know. <laughs> she was about to shoot shoot herself in the foot. <laughs> Yo, I can't, I can't front, bro. I've been, I've been looking online how to get a gun. I'm, I'm like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was trying to, I looked online. I went onto Amazon. All I can get was like, no, you can't I'm get like, it. I mean, you don't get it on Amazon, bro. You just like go to Pennsylvania and just like, I don't know, go to a Walmart. <laughs> you can't even buy freaking mace. You can't like nothing. That's it. It's well, not like, in New York. Not in New York. New York sucks, bro. Sucks. <laughs> you need all sorts of licenses and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of my friends that, that shoot and, you know, I dabble as well. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's really hard to get a gun license in uh, New York City. It's one of the the hardest places to get a, a license. In most states, there's at least some amount to get like a concealed carry. I mean, I'm I'm in Pennsylvania. You can get you know like hunting weapons, like not that hard. But yeah, if you want like a you know a, a handgun or something, that is right. They, they, you don't want everyone having handguns, probably like when they're because you're going to have situations like that video. Yeah, like people like get in a small dispute and then you're pointing the gun at the person. Like that seems like a lot. I don't know. (laughs) Well, well, what happens if she pulls out a gun and then what if that other person pulls out a gun, then what? Someone's going to get shot. Yeah, man. Right or wrong. It's going to be like Compton up in this piece. (laughs) 
So we already know that Orlando's the type of guy that's going to hold his gun sideways when he's shooting and go, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Uh, what, what type of gun do you guys like? To, what type of gun do I'm you guys trying, like? Man, when I was uh, when I was a kid, my, my brother, he showed me an Uzi and I was like, oh shit, this is cool. He, he had it like in a hidden in a shoebox. And I thought it was the coolest. I thought it was the coolest thing, and I was like, "Bro, can I shoot it?" He's like, "Get out of here, boy!" I was like, "Damn!" But uh, after that, I've always after that, I've always been like, "Damn, Uzi would be dope." Just like firing that thing. Bah, 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 bah. No, you know what I'm saying? No, sideways, sideways, like a gangster. Uh, don't be a menace while drinking your juice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be a menace. Yeah, Don't that, that movie. That. I love that movie. That movie's awesome. Remember when they were like, um, they did the standoff and he's like, You do we got a problem? Do we got a problem? And the guy was like, they pull out their guns and then um that guy pulled out a like a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a classic, dude. That's that's Yo, back in the day. I keep wanting to watch that movie, but I need to be high when I watch that shit. <laughs> I don't I think you can make that happen. I don't even think these youngins know that movie. You have to, you should you should put out a movie list, bro. Oh, that's true. That's true. Good point. <laughs> a ratchet, ratchet movie list. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Ratchet summer list. Summer yeah, we movie go. list. You got you got to put classics like that. Uh, make wait, people so, laugh. So, okay, so you like an Uzi, Chris? How about you? Weapon of choice. I uh, a long time ago, I got to visit Vietnam, and one of the cool things is you could go to these shooting ranges and you could shoot like all the, all the military weapons. Yeah. 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 So they had like the, the like M60 machine gun. That was crazy. I mean, it's, it's like, it's so fucking big and it's just like, it's attached to the thing, but it's still just like knocking back super hard. So that was pretty cool. It was really expensive though. Cause you were paying like per bullet. Yeah. So it can shoot really fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, Uzi. Like an Uzi, it's like thirty dollars already, right? <laughs> In like a minute. Well, I feel like you don't have to have aim though, really, with an Uzi. You just spray everything. You know what I mean? Spray. Yo, everything. Orlando, maybe you should would consider not getting like a gun. Guns, I would. I would suck at shooting guns. That's why I would need a Uzi. Oh man! It would just be like just spray everything. Just go go nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, so, don't don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, so so I I dabbled in like a, a several gr- guns, right? So it's like um, you know, you got the the long range r- rifles. I don't even know what it's called. I'm not the best at like the names of the guns. I just know what like they do, and they a just 30, shoot. Thirty six, like a it was like, like a, a hunting rifle. No, no, it's like actually a tactical weapon. So it's like you have to literally. It's like a sniper rifle. I, I could shoot someone oh, three hundred yards. So that oh. was pretty. That was pretty dope. But it's it's not my thing. You know what I mean? Like. You know, so my it takes my, like skills though, right? To shoot no, those things, right? Hell no, hell no. You just, like a rifle, don't you need a like 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 a sniper white rifle? You have to like dude, know with, like the with, wind and all yeah, that. Man, with all the like technology right now, like with a scope, uh-huh. dude. It's yeah. like it's 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 kind of like cheating. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. really easy. But for me, I like twelve gauge uh, shotgun. You know, if you want to really like spray and pray, like you were saying, forget the Uzi. Yeah, yeah. You like you shoot that thing, it's like boom. You know, like that explosive is explosion itself is gonna scare people away. But right, right, right. But for me, my weapon of choice is like the Glocks, uh, eighteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Those are pretty cool. I like that. I guess the sound of like those those handguns, like a Magnum, would be 
ideal because you just shoot like two or three in the air and everybody's scattering, right? Maybe. I think the kickback for those like really big things, I mean, even like, yeah, I just, I just think the really big pistols, it is like a ton of kickback. I think you do need to like, right, you learn how to properly hold it and it sort of like absorbs the recoil and this and that. But like, yeah, the, the, the guns do have a lot of recoil or they can. And just like getting used to that. I haven't done a ton of shooting, but I've done the amount that I have of like, kind of like in the country type shooting where you yeah, just yeah, go yeah. and shoot in the woods. So not at, not at ranges. I, lo- I um, like skeet, And yeah, just getting used to it. Sorry, I love I love skeet shooting. Oh, it's super, it's super hard. So like, yeah, it's hard, but like you make you realize how hard it is to really shoot something. You know what I mean? To yeah. shoot a moving, yeah, like it's crazy hard. Yeah, especially when you're shooting it sideways, like busting a cap, <laughs> pop, like you're throwing it as you're shooting at the same time. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> I'll be the dude that'll shoot shoot myself in the leg. <laughs> You ever see that video of the cop? He's like giving instructions on uh, how to use a gun, like in a classroom, and he just shoots himself. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's hilarious. And then the guy was like, oh, you, no. you meant to do that, right? And then he's like, yeah. Oh, I mean, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. I can't, have, I can't have no guns. I'll shoot myself. I'm I like, yeah, um, that, yeah, I can't have that in. I'll, you know, it's, Nowadays, bro, I think I think it's necessary to know how to use a gun and actually to have one. But man, I don't know. I mean, unless you Me, wanna, unless you want to end up on World Star and like you know, with your you you're holding a gun like wrong way, and then everybody just goofs on you, make memes out of you, Orlando, with your fancy hat on. That's exactly what would happen. World Star. <laughs> uh, all right, let's. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about, but yeah. So I'm in some fucking mood. So. <laughs> That's why we're talking about guns right now. Uh, if you are not a gun person, we totally understand. It's not for everyone. Just like jujitsu is not for everyone. But so like I was saying, I was like, yeah, man, like, yo, I've been putting out so much energy with like this podcasting. Right. And I'm like, you know, when I meet for me, when I give out too much of my my personal energy, I need to like take a step back and get it back. Does that make sense? Uh, what do you mean by that? Like. So when like I'm giving like too much energy away to people, bro, no backseat, bro. What? No backseat. No backseat. I'm not asking for backseat. What I'm trying to say is just like after don't, a while. Don't be giving shit and then asking for it back, bro. That's not I, how it works. I just get depleted. You know what I'm saying? Like I just need to like take a step back. You know, reconfigure, think about things, get my energy back in order for me to move forward again. So it's kind of like. I kind of felt like I kind of felt that way in jujitsu too. You know what I mean? It's like, especially like as a white belt, you know, like you don't know what the hell's going on. You're, you're just getting your ass handed to you left and right. And then you, you keep coming back. And eventually it's like, that's why a lot of people quit at white belt and blue belt. Right. That's a, that's like the hardest though. I think is white. Cause it's just like, you're, you're, it's, you're settled, you're settling in. You know what I mean? You have to kind of gain like a, a, a like a base, you know, like you, you're, you have nothing, you have no tools and you're just getting your ass handed to you, you know? So you have to like really kind of be patient and wait and and let yourself kind of develop. Right. So, so with that said, that's exactly what, where my mindset was when I realized I was being a little bitch, which I was, it's like, 
with this podcast, for example, right? So it's like, honestly, the way I look at it is just like, I'm still a white belt, right? Like I'm still learning. I'm finding that ebb and flow, learning how to communicate a little bit more effectively and things like that. Kind of like being a white belt, right? You got to understand balance. You got to understand posture. You got to understand when you're in danger and when you're not. Right. So it's like, I just like have to like realize that that's where I'm at. And then just like stop being a little bitch and just keep moving forward. Because frankly speaking, it's like, this is where it really matters. It's like, I can stop now. And then what will happen is like, I'll take a hiatus. So my, I was going to say like, I'm going to, I'm just going to take the summer off. But mm-hmm. if I look at that from jujitsu, it's like, no, that's when you keep moving forward. Because it's like, while everybody's like chilling come September, like I've, I've gained so much like knowledge and I learned a lot. What do you guys think about that? What do you mean? Come September, you think we're, we're schools are going to open by then? I, no, I no, would say in general. Oh, in general. All right. So, like if you take a break and then you come back and you'd be like, oh, out of, out of breath and no cardio and you're yeah. getting your ass well, handed well, to you. Well, before, before even that happened, like, so let's just say, all right, I'm a white belt, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all right, I want to take the summer off and come back September, right? So let's just say I was training Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays at 12 o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what happens when you, t- when you step out of jujitsu and then you get back into your normal life, those time slots get filled with other things. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like you, it's hard to like go back to the routine of jujitsu because you fill that with other things, whether that's work, whether it's something else, maybe you, I don't know, you want to just shoot guns or something. So it gets replaced and it is hard to go back to that routine. Yeah. And then to face those, challenges again because while you were like taking a little break everybody's getting better right you know and you're gonna get your ass handed to you and you know that subconsciously like your mind is like when you walk into the gym and you take off your book bag and you're like oh i'm getting dressed in the gym in the in the locker room and you're about to go off for that class that you haven't been in like two three weeks your mind is like you son of a you son of a gun you're gonna it's gonna you're gonna get your ass handed to you Dude, me, that's, I feel that way every time I step on the mat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah but but minute, you know what I'm dude. saying? But I feel like that's where people end up quitting because it's like, it, it, it's not that important to them after a while. Right? Yeah. Things start to lose importance. You know, like, man, everything right now, is just like, everything's dead. And I feel like, like, uh, even like, even sports in general, like you can't even watch a basketball game everything like like everybody's passions are just dying right now so imagine you know getting back into life kind of like what you're saying about jiu-jitsu it's like if you're stepping away from something to get back on that if you if you if you fell off your horse to get back on it is even harder right because it's like what was that chris yeah it's like way harder to get back on versus like just trudging forward and even if you're like not that excited to go Exactly, because like you framed it pretty well. Like you'll fill that time with other stuff, and that other stuff you'll be like, "Oh, it's fun. It's just like I'm gonna hang with friends this night instead, and I'm gonna whatever." But then, like when you want to go back, those slots are already filled, and you're gonna need to cancel all that stuff. And when you get back, it's also gonna suck the first few times. So you'll just like, "And eh, no, I'd rather just keep hanging with friends or or doing whatever." Yeah, I think you gotta mostly push forward unless it's like 
really, really, you, you're sure you don't want to do it. And you like think long and hard to quit something. Right. Right. So, so let me ask you guys. So I'm sure, have you ever, well, first of all, have you guys ever experienced that in jujitsu? Oh yeah, dude. Even like, like even your sometimes even sometimes you actually want to start going back. But like, all right, so let's let's say this. I've had times where I had like a long day at work, and I come back and I just sit on my couch, and I have to really fight mentally. Like, yo, get your ass up because if not, you're not gonna make the seven o'clock class for jujitsu. You know, mm-hmm. and then those things can start building on top of each other because like you do that once, and then next thing you know, you have a whole week that you don't go to the gym and maybe two weeks. And then after a while, you're like, bro, I don't want to go about, I don't want to, I don't want to go about, I'm not about this life no more. You know what I mean? And then yeah, it doesn't become important to you anymore and it just dies. So it's like important. It, it, it's like, if you, if you let something die for too long, it's the, the more you let it go, the harder it is to revive, you know? Yeah. So like if I'm, Fighting myself on the couch, just being couch potato. I'm like, bro, you gotta get your ass off. This is not even a, this is not even a game anymore. Yeah. And I and I wait till last minute. And I run out my house and make it a jujitsu a little late, but I made it. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I think any of those times where I'm like struggling with not wanting to go, this and that is. Um, if you have someone who you, I mean, even if you just say like, oh, I'll see you at that class, but especially if you're like drilling with someone, for me, at least just how I work, like if I set up a thing and I have like an appointment with someone, I'm just not going to break it. Like, I feel like it, it's like so shitty for the other person. Obviously, if I, you know, I wake up and I'm like severely injured or sick or something, you know, whatever, but like. If I'm just like lazy on the couch, but I have like, oh, we're supposed to drill at 1130 and it comes and like, I know you're already going to be there. I just can't skip. So I'm like locked in. So I think anytime that I can like decide and kind of find a way to like lock myself in, that to me has proven to be like, and even when I would like lift regularly um, in the past, the only time I could stay regular with that was like, I had a gym buddy and it was like, okay, we're going to be at the thing at this time on this day. And you just kind of feel obligated because anytime with fucking lifting, it's easy. Just like, yeah, I don't want to do that right now. Like I'm super tired from training and I, I just don't care that much. So. Got it. So, so it sounds to me like it's more like a habit. And also it's like, you're talking about integrity with, with your own personal integrity, as far as like you telling people that you're going to be there and your word is bond, you know, and, um, and accountability. Yeah. I think, I can lean on that part better. Like, I don't think I'm the type where if I have no external accountability whatsoever, you know, that I'm going to, I'm going to be the one at 5am, you know, running for two hours every day. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't think I'm wired that day. But if I had a a running buddy or someone who's counting on me or something, like I would be there every day. So I think that that might just be me or maybe that's applicable to other people. You know what's the best thing is like when you really, really don't want to go and then you end up going to the gym and you, it's like you're on point. Like when I'm exhausted and I go train jujitsu, like that's when I have like my best days, you know? And then after I feel like a million bucks. It's just it's one of the strangest things. I don't know what it is, but it's like, cause you, I, I feel like cause maybe I conquered so much, like I conquered the, the couch 
You know what I mean? And I freaking made it to the gym and I'm, my body's exhausted and I'm like fighting myself the whole way there. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm on the mat. I'm exhausted on the mat, but I'm like, bro, if this guy freaking uh, passes my guard, I'm going to be, you know, in, in a shitty position. I'm going to be in the worst position because I'm freaking tired. So your, your mind is like super sharp. And then it's like, after that class is done, you've like improved. You feel like you improved a thousand times. And then you're like, also, bro, I made it to the class and I got, and I got it done, you know? Yeah. And for me, it's just like, it's like what you said, Chris, is like, I'm a creature of habit. So it has to be like a certain time, 12 o'clock and, or let's just say I was training at 1230 and, and I had to meet Chris, uh, at 1130 before class. And I would have to be there like 30 minutes because I had all these like routines that I, I, I have to do. And if that routine got screwed up, it, it would like throw off my entire game. It's kind of weird, but in other arts or let's just say it's called the NLP. For those of you that understand, it's called mm -hmm. neuro-linguistic programming. It's called, it's called an anchor. And yeah. a lot of athletes do this. So for example, before competition, you wear a certain garment before the, or your lucky shirt or your lucky socks, or you say a mantra or things like that. So this was kind of like, it's like my routine. And if I broke that, like I said, you know, it really just throws things off. But like you said, like being accountable to someone, like there was a lot of times where I didn't want to train, but I knew that Chris was going to meet me and mm -hmm. he was going to be pissed off if I didn't show up. <laughs> so, so it's like, cause you know, Chris is like me. It's like, um, we, Chris and I were drilling from ever since from blue belt all the way to like brown belt maybe until he started practicing this, the dark arts. And I'm like, yo, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Leg locks. <laughs> this shit hurt. <laughs> but yeah, man, he, he carried me through mm -hmm. like, like your boys, you know, your friends. I, I like, I like what you said about being a creature of habit because I, I found myself like if, if I have like a, a routine, it makes it so much easier. And I'm talking about like a hundred times. Like if I go to class, I'm going to jujitsu and I have like, and I go to different classes at different times, then there's no organization. But yes. if you have like that 1230 class every day or seven o'clock every day, you know, you show up, it's almost like muscle memory. Like yeah. your, your legs just walk you to class. You yeah. Know what well, I mean? so, well, that's what they said. They said, like, if you do something for 21 days straight, it becomes a habit, a lifelong habit, you know? Yeah. Um, you don't have to think about it anymore, but, but, but for me, like with this podcast, right? Like tonight I didn't want to show up. I'm like, yo, fuck this. I'm just going to like cancel it or, or just like, all right, I'm just going to announce that tonight was going to be the last show until the next season. I was like, yo, fuck that. But I'm, I was like, uh, and I got the thought talk, thinking, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm really starting to just make headway now. You know what I mean? I'm starting to figure yeah, things yeah. out. Uh, plus you guys were like, you know, I, I actually like, like discussing these things with you guys because it makes a difference, not just for me, but like, I, f I feel like that there's people out there that need to hear the kind of things that we went through. Right. Yeah. Because imagine we had this type of inside information when we were doing jujitsu. It's kind of like everybody have the jitsu now or BJJ fanatics and like, yo, they have like everything. What, what did we have yeah. when we were growing, when we were starting out? I had like BJJ, when we were, no, no, BJJ when submissions. We were up. When we were growing up, B remember BJJ submissions? Some one-on-one? Yeah. That guy was a and hack. Like, <laughs> he was like, like I saw him as a white belt and then all of a sudden he had his black belt getting his ass kicked by some grandmaster. 
and and there was a, there was a lot of clutter too, like on uh, YouTube and all that other stuff. You know, it just gets you lost. But I like I like I like what you're saying though, because um, even if you go like to other, if you go on YouTube or other, you know, podcasts and these kind of things, they're they're catered to like a certain audience, and this is like just shows you like this like from your experience in jujitsu, you know. And now we're not talking about jujitsu moves and stuff like that, but like simple things like you mentioned like you know just ha- going to jujitsu at a certain time to make it like a mu- almost like a muscle memory thing you know and just like um doing these habits to to allow you to uh, be consistent you know so yeah a little, is, a little different a little different you yeah know? well i mean that's the whole premise of the entire show which is like you know to help people achieve black belt to discuss the things that we deal with you know i mean i don't really want to hear another like jujitsu master like or world champion talk about his glory i mean i mean i want to deal with i want to talk about things that we as average and regular jujitsu people deal with you know on the mats and off the mats yeah yeah for sure you know what i'm saying so that's what that's what keeps me going uh yeah the whole uh creature creatures of of habit is is a cool concept because it actually have you have you never heard that have you no, not? no, I have. Oh, I, I have, but it's it's something that's like seldom, like it's it's never really mentioned, right? Like, like, in because you can apply it in everything, just like waking up, rolling out of bed, doing a couple push ups, you know, like little tiny things that kind of just can improve your life tremendously, you know, just well, that's, little little habits. Well, that's the funny thing, yeah, with jujitsu, right? It's right, you were mentioning like BJJ fanatics, and now there's like hundreds of videos and this and that, but it's like. Who's the people who are the best in the gym in general? I'd say there are a few people who do get like exceptionally better and it's like, oh, I don't see you training a lot. But for the most part, it's just the people who show up every single day. And like, you kind of just figure it out. And I don't think there really is like much of a secret sauce other than like train every day, train pretty hard, train with different partners and like don't get injured. Yeah. you know, some combination of that and you're going to get good. Um, I think the people who train like five times a day and then they get injured and they're just going crazy, that doesn't work. But like, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure the techniques help. The techniques have helped me too. It's really like cool to get technical improvement, but show up and train and everyone hates losing. So you'll figure out the things you need to do to win over time. Like <laughs> it's, it's kind of almost, it's it's uh I like what you what you said about like don't get hurt because there's guys that are, they'll go in and they'll train really hard and then they get hurt and then they're out for like six months and it's like all and then it's just it, it, it's almost heartbreaking because it's like man these guys were savages they were great and then they got hurt and now they're like they just sidelined and it's just like they have to start from like square one when they yeah. get back you know so this has to be kind of like a balance like you said Chris. It's like a marathon, not a sprint. Like you really can't like imagine however hard you could train for like a few weeks or a month. Like how good are you going to get versus like for 10 years at just like a slightly lower pace? Yeah. And there's a big chance that, you know, you get hurt. You, you, you don't come back. You know, there's sometimes people are like, you know, I love this. I love jujitsu, but I keep getting hurt because. Yeah, you I know, mean, they're going I, too hard. I mean, yeah. I, I was in that boat. I almost quit at Brown Belt because like I was, you know, I had vertigo because of, you know, like a concussion. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I almost like stopped there 
And it wasn't because yeah. I was even like training hard, but just like, it, it, you never know. So it's like, it's better to like show up, be consistent, be patient, get, you know, and when you do get injured, be pissed off, but like, you know, don't, don't, don't quit, you know, just keep like showing up. Like I'm thinking about what I did during those times when I wanted to quit. And I will have to say that it was because of my friends that in jujitsu or my training partners that kept like checking in on me and, and saying, you know, just come in and just show up and do some drills instead of like doing live roles. And, and that really kept me going. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't yeah. be a black belt if it wasn't for my friends in jujitsu. And, and you know what? Sometimes that could be like a blessing in disguise just to like to change the pace a little bit and like to work on technique and kind of le learn about your body mechanics and you know, how to, how to, how to, how to, um, how to like just adapt to a different, different situation, you know, cause you can't go a hundred percent. So what do you do? You start working on your, on your techniques and, and movement and this and that, and you, you allow yourself to heal. Yeah. You know, we're talking about jujitsu, but these are like life lessons from, from my perspective, because this can be applied in any aspect of your life. Right. Cause Hell yeah, a girl breaks your heart, you, you know, chill out, you, you know what I'm saying? You do this and that. Go hang out with your boys. Your boys. You hang out with your boys. Yo, why'd you, you know do that saying? to me? Why'd you leave me, Orlando? Yeah, that's all right, right, bro. Stop being a little bitch. Go out there, bang bitch. mad bitches. And, and start using technique, bro. Start using technique. You what I showed you. I'm being sloppy. You're looking sloppy out there, man. You're making me embarrassed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slap me around a couple of times. You know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh man, it's funny how like jujitsu really can go anywhere, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Yeah. So as far as moving forward, right? So it's like okay. Mm -hmm. So you realize you're being a bitch, <laughs> which mm -hmm. I am being a bitch. So mm -hmm. for me, I, I like I said, I had I really had to like go back to what was the purpose, right? Like if it's, if it's all about you, right? So if this podcast was all about me and mm -hmm. Ratchet Dojo, it would have like ended a long time ago. And why I say that is because that's an ego conversation, right? That's like, it's all about me, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of like jujitsu, right? Like when you're a white belt, blue belt, you're, sur you're surviving and you're looking to like become better. So it's all about you. I think that in general, that that's just being a fighter, right? Like when you're competing, you have to kind of like be self-absorbed. Um, yeah. And it's yeah. limited, right? It's limited, but when you start to really focus on why you're doing this and who you are able to help, I think that's where you're able to like get out of yourself and into like other people, like being a, a, a person of service. That's why like teachers, that's why we love instructors, right? Or teachers, because it's all about them. Uh, not all the time. Yeah. It's all about us, right? And when the person, then, if the instructor is like, it's all about him and it's all about his ego, it's like- we're, we're, it's, we could sense that, right? What was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When it's ego, yeah, you're like, oh, come on, buddy. But uh, it takes away from, like, that discovery process, you know? That's what makes jujitsu so fun. It's like, once you get rid of the ego and you can, like, have a conversation after you, like, yo, bro, how you, how you got me in that position? You know what I mean? Oh, man. And then you start thinking about how you can use it with your game. The whole discovery process starts to develop, and that's what makes jujitsu, like, so fun, you know? But if you have an ego, then you ain't shit. It's not, that's not going to work out for you very well. I think everybody has some sort of ego. 
You have to. I mean, it, it's the balance, right? That like you're going out there and if you're a full-time competitor, like you really have to be like mostly training for yourself. Like, you know, you, you like in retrospect can understand when like, I don't know, someone just did like a super hard session and then all these people are coming up and asking questions. They're kind of like, you know, I kind of got to do my recovery and then I got to come back in a couple hours to train. Like if you want to get to the top, top levels of sport, you do have to be a bit selfish, but then, yeah. you know, we do do a sport where the, uh, you know, competitive time frame is pretty short. So like people are, you know, 33 and retired. Like what did Bernardo retired? Who's like that age or even slightly younger? Like, probably so, yeah. Yeah, people like pretty young retire and then they can focus on, yeah, teaching and you could still train, but like you're not doing like three crazy sessions per day. So you can like split your attention a little bit more and help people out. And to me, yeah, the, the helping people out is like way more rewarding and like, you know, at least for what I'm looking for out of this, like it's yeah. much more interesting conversation like but but i didn't see that i never saw like ego out of bernardo you know what i mean like there's no, no guys that are just like annoying yeah, yeah. like sure you know like well, he's like a gentle giant type yeah, yeah. <laughs> always no, I, wasn't, I wasn't using him as an example of ego i think he was always like super focused on his teaching as well like mm-hmm. i thought he was an excellent teacher at marcello's mm-hmm. i was just saying like that he retired super early so right, then he right. was doing full-time teaching at like a very young age Maybe I'm confusing ego with being uh, kind of a dick, kind of like uh, no, I, yeah. I think, let's just clarify that for a little bit because I feel like yeah, when yeah. people say ego, people think that that's a bad thing. It's not mm-hmm, a bad mm-hmm, thing, mm-hmm. you know. It's like it's kind of like who you are. It's identity, and then that's really what allows us to be an individual that separate us. But I think what we're trying trying to talk about is just like getting yourself out of the way, which is the ego you know, it's a balance, right? It's like, you need to be able to learn how to turn it off and on. It's like, you need to learn how to give as well. Right. And have some kind of, it's like a a little bit of pride too. Like, man, you ain't going to sweep me with that. Yes. He's not going to work on me. You know what I mean? That kind of thing, you know, like, uh, don't, you know, don't let nobody pass your guard type thing. Yeah. You You know, I mean, like, like for you, for example, you have an ego, right? Like your, your persona is like this really cool cat, you know? And like, you portray that when, when you win four gold medals, you're going to win four gold medals. And from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, look at that douchebag with four gold medals. <laughs> click, and I'll be like, yeah, baby. Clicking, clickling, but, the, when, when, but they don't know you. But once they get to know mm-hmm. you, they'll realize how, how, how amazing of a person you are. Right, right. You know, so never judge a book by its cover. Don't be flattering me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You I'm might. classy. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta take me out. You gotta take me to dinner, to the movies. You see? Mm-hmm. You see, you're also I'm learning classy, how to pick baby. up. You see, I'm already making moves. You know, I'm making moves on Orlando. <laughs> you know, I see, I see you trying to, trying to tickle my ears. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> Chris, are you going to say something? Yeah, but you, yeah, you really do need a certain amount of that, right? Like your, your motivation day to day to day, like, um, you, Orlando used the example of like, oh, that person swept me. And I think, he, you know, she was like, I think it was like Paul one time said when there was like a, one of the black belt promotions and he was like, yeah, I wasn't able to sweep that person. And 
you know, three years and, and three months, like whatever, something that he, he was joking, just that he was like keeping score, but a little bit of that, a little bit of that, like, you know, Oh, I got, I remember like I think the first time I trained with Marcos and he, he Toriandoed me, I think seven times, like right in a row. And at that time I thought I was like, pretty decent at guard and most of the time I could like invert and whatever. And he just like, I mean, it was just embarrassing. Like it was so fucking bad how like effortlessly he rocked through my guard. And I, I have stories like that with, you know, tons of the people. Yeah. And then I go home and I, I figure out how to make that not happen. And I ask everyone and I just like, you know, figure it out. And if I didn't have any sense of an ego, just like, eh, who cares? No big deal. Just train, you know, easy, whatever, who cares? You need a little bit of that. Like, how are you going to get better if you don't care that you just like got your ass beat really bad? Like, yeah, I feel you. That's, that's for sure, dude. Yeah. yeah you got to get pissed off at yourself a little yeah, bit. Like, little come little on, bro. What's up, man. What's up like, with that, bro? You know? Like, and, and I think that people do get confused with that, with like the ego and then being humble, like, like being humble will not win you championships, bro. Frankly speaking, you know what I mean? It's kind of like you you need, <laughs> you need a certain level of like self-respect, self-confidence, self, you know, all of that ego, you know, and that, that is, that's part of the ego. Uh, but you, yeah. the first step is like being aware that, you know, if you're walking around life, not knowing you're a hammer and everyone's starting to look like a nail to you. And then you realize you, you are a hammer. That's like the first, like, level of awareness you know what i'm saying it's kind of like yeah, homie. it's 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 I know, i'm getting all metaphysical on on you guys but <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way i am um i think about all this shit it's like but it's like you need that ego but being humble and and thinking that's a way of life it's like no you're you're really not gonna people are just gonna walk all over you and if you're a guy that's like real douchebag and pretending that you're humble no, you're, we could see right through your bullshit. Yeah, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it real. Well, I think that's the, that's the part, yeah, is when people are, like, kind of miscalibrated on it. Like, yeah, you, you want, like, a, a certain amount of self-confidence and maybe, like, in jujitsu, right, it, it's, like, a great place to get some of that out. Like, it's not the end of the world if you do, like, you know, get a little pissed off that someone, like, you know, messed you up in a role and then you, like, have a good outlet for it and then go study and this and that. But then like an unhealthy way would be like, I don't know, you get pissed at the person and you like demand another role immediately. And you're just like huffing and puffing around the mats and whatever. Or you say like, Oh bro, like you're, you're, you're just way bigger than me. Or, you know, like, what do you weigh? Like, Oh, you're probably on steroids. Like whatever. <laughs> and then you're just being like a little bitch. Like, don't do that. Like that, that's like unhealthy ego. And uh... it's still the same. Like, you know, like trying to protect yourself and whatever, but it's like, I think that's the distinction maybe like that Orlando was maybe a little confused about at least how I think about it. Like there's kind of unhealthy ways and expression and then maybe more like, right. We're doing an activity that involves like self-improvement and trying to get better. And a great motivation is like that you failed at something and you want to get better the next time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well said, Chris. All right. So let's just reel this back in because I feel like we went through so many directions. Yeah. We started off this, this, this podcast with just like, you know, like 
wanting to quit, right? So I wanted to quit like, because I'm just being a little bitch. So it's kind of like in jujitsu, it's like, you didn't get promoted? Oh, poor you. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are that type of person, sorry, but not really sorry. (laughs) There's probably something that you need to improve upon, whether that's your character or whether that's your jujitsu. For me, it was always my character. (laughs) Yeah, man, like just keep going, right? It's just like, shit's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. That's why it takes almost 10 to 12 years to become a black belt because it's like, it's going to weed out and develop the, your technique, your personality, your character, all of that stuff. He's going to challenge you mentally, physically, spiritually. Yeah. But, but that's, that's what's, what it's all about. That's, it's the challenge. It's the pursuit of that journey. I, I will say the asterisk is like, there's this whole thing of like, you know, train through the pain and like, you know, oh, that's not really an injury, just tape it up and whatever. But like, yeah, if you're not a full-time person and like, I don't know, your, your neck's like super injured, like maybe take a week off. Like there is sort of like a certain subset of people who I'll be training with them and then like get them inside control. And then they're like wincing in pain and they have like an active neck injury. And I'm just like, dude, like, why are you training? You're a hobbyist. Like, like it's your neck. It's, it's your life. Like, like heal up a little bit. So I I think there is like a, a certain scenario where you're not just being a bitch. Like you're just like taking care of your body. But I think your general point is totally agree. Like most of the time you probably push through and just like, you know, keep doing the thing. Yeah, yeah it's like up. a weird, it, it, it's a definitely a weird balance because sometimes you have like a small injury and it can get worse. Like I had a, I had like a little bicep tear, I think it was. And I was just like, like the, that, that when I started getting it, I, mm-hmm. I was just, I was, I was at a point where I was just like, I was on loving jujitsu and training hard and that, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm like, damn dude, I think I'm going to have to take a break. And I was like, that's when I was at my, my high point. Like I was just, loving life, loving jujitsu. And then I was like, well, it's either going to get worse or, you know, or I can, I can keep training and have fun, but if it gets worse then what, then it's going to be, it's going to be stupid of me to, yeah, to make, you know, to take it to that level. So, yeah. Yeah. I I took, I took, I took a couple of weeks off like a week or like, well, like two weeks. Yeah, I kept feeling it. You know what I mean? I was like, "Mm." every time I would go back, I would feel it. And I was like, nah, dude, this is, this would be stupid. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, man. Just just keep showing up. Just you know, l- listen to your your body because you're not in competition with anyone but yourself, right? So for for me, if I were to compare myself to other podcasters, so let's just say, for example, Joe Hogan, Joe Rogan, <laughs> Joe Hogan. Mm. <laughs> That's my Brazilian side coming out. Joe Hogan. You know, the guy just got a deal for a hundred million dollars in Spotify. You know, if we if we ever have that, we're gonna have the Ratchet Dojo yacht, and we're gonna like it's gonna be like <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna do podcast on a yacht. <laughs> no, man, I'm quitting podcasting. I'm gonna just be on the yacht. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, dude, the guy has like almost like 19, 20 years on me. Right. I don't know. He's been doing this since like the first UFC, you know? So it's like, he has like, he's way ahead of me. I've been doing this for two, three months. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm not technically. I'm not even like a white a, a white belt with one stripe. <laughs> They, they're gonna they're gonna offer you food stamps for <laughs> for those of you that are looking to support us. I accept food stamps. That's <laughs> it. But the, but the point here is, guys, is like you know, just just keep showing up, keep going. You know, there's balance. You need you need balance, right? Like for me, if if I'm so I. Talk about balance because I, I pushed through really hard the first few months and, and maybe I'm in the effects of that. Like I was doing podcasts every single day, twice a day. And because of that, I have the results that I have right now. But, you know, I need to learn to like just back off a little bit. So moving forward, you guys, I'm, I'm looking to find balance within this podcast. So you may not see two, three podcasts a day, a, a week. So maybe nah, 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 bro. You being a bitch, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Can't let you do that. <laughs> but you know, so we're, we're, I'm, I'm going to find a balance. So I'm just giving you guys a heads up. And uh, but I do like these uh, ratchet roundtable with Chris and uh, and Orlando, and um, I, I think it, it can provide tremendous value for a lot of our listeners. Yeah, no, I think what you're what you're saying, right, is like you did go pretty pretty all out and yeah just like a lot of people who just start jujitsu or just start anything but yeah it it's not being a bitch to like lower it down to a level that works for you again it's like the hobbyist like you know oh i'm gonna do 10 sessions a week and you know maybe you should start with like three like three might be good for you that you can like be excited to go every time and like not feel injured and you know whatever and like yeah, I know uh, some other people who are relatively new starting with podcasting as well. And that's that's been the the kind of like white belt thing is like, yeah, I'll do two a day and I'll get this huge slate of content ready and this and that. But it's like at a certain point, you probably want to live your life a little bit and enjoy the summer as, as, as whatever there is to enjoy in this summer. <laughs> Absolutely. In your, in your hazmat suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, all right. Like any, throw dog at you for 10 feet away. Any, any last uh, words, uh, Orlando? Wait, wait, it's over? Yeah, you man. Me it's like, over? Almost like an hour into this already. Oh, damn, homie. That's so much more to say. Bro, you caught me by surprise, bro. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, just keep doing it. That's it. That's it. Keep, go- keep showing up. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we trying uh, to get those food stamps. <laughs> ratchet millionaire with food stamps. you know <laughs> we ratchet millionaires all right you guys uh, all right for those of you listening thank you once again for being uh for listening uh chris orlando as always thank you for being on so tune in next week you guys i'll, I'll see you uh and remember everyone can get a little ratchet <laughs> bam there you go peace you guys peace. later